Welcome back again to the Guildhall School podcast. Uh, our summer term is coming up fast, which means it's almost time for our gold medal ceremony. For those of you who haven't heard of the gold medal, it's one of our most prestigious events and it gives our musicians the opportunity to showcase their talents in the Barbican Hall and perform to some distinguished guests who will also be judging on the night. And uh, this year, our jury includes the Vice Principal and Director of Music, Jonathan Vaughan, the General Director at Glyndebourne, Sebastian F. Schwartz, Head of Opera, Dominic Wheeler, and Mezzo-Soprano and Guildhall School alumna, Alice Coote. This year is also the turn of the singers, and I'm pleased to say that our finalists all join us today. So we've got Bianca Andrew, Samuel Carl, Josep Ramon, Olivier, and Daniel Shelby. So thanks for joining me today. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, this is quite a, you know, it's our most prestigious prize for, for musicians and there's some quite big names engraved on the boards in the Silk Street foyer. How does it feel for all of you to be taking your turn as finalists this year? Yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's kind of, it's really amazing to end my kind of time here with something so amazing. And when you look at the names up there, it's kind of, it's crazy star-studded list mm. of people um, who've done really well and are doing really well. So it, yeah, it's really amazing to be part of that. Yeah, I think it's one of the things that uh, you really aim for. When you enter Guildhall, I think um, you, you see that that's something that you would like to do. Uh, but obviously, there's a com- it's a competition, so n- not ev- everybody can, can reach it. But um, it's like a main goal, I think, as uh, for being as uh, like a, a Guildhall student. Mm. And I mean, just speaking of me, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about my colleagues, but... I, I started like um, five years ago here and it was there and I thought, well, maybe one year I will like apply for it and it has come now and it's great. Bianca, can you tell us a bit what the what the process is like for, for becoming a gold medal finalist? Yeah, um, I think we, we had to submit uh, our programs with our initial application um, and that's always quite a, a daunting task because, you know, you're you're submitting a program for... A competition that would be in four or five months uh, in four or five months time mm. so you have to sort of think about what you might be singing at that that period and um and i think the other interesting thing about this particular competition is that it's made up not only of um operatic repertoire with an orchestra but also um half of our program has to be repertoire for voice and piano so it also requires us to showcase our ability to work with a with a, a pianist um, as a team as as well as as a soloist with an orchestra um, so that's what we had to do we had to come up with 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 two programs and submit them and then we had to attend the first round where all of the singers come and 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 sing for the for the panel and you know the, it was just just worked out this year um, and then basically after the first the first round, the, the finalists were announced and the four of us were, were fortunate enough to make it to the final round. And uh, Sam, like, what does it go from being announced as a finalist? What's the process after that leading up to the, the performance in May? Well, for me, I, I'm doing a master's right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, these guys are slightly one step um, on from that. So I'm, I'm trying to... Uh, I've actually the process of singing in a space as big as the Barbican is is cool and exciting and it's a new kind of a new challenge for me. I mean, I've done lots of performances in in kind of the LRR or whatever, but doing something in the Barbican is mm. just kind of new ball game. Yeah. So actually, what I'm what I'm kind of interested in at the moment is trying to trying to just 
perform in slightly like bigger spaces and and start to think about what that might might involve so that's kind of been my main so main preparation main so. point of preparation yeah. yeah and how about how about the rest of you how are you it's quite a long time between the auditions and and the final yeah. um and like how are you finding the preparation and fitting in all of the other stuff you've, you're doing here at Guildhall? Well, I think this is um, quite usual in, in our careers that yeah. you're in one production and at the same time you have to prepare for future concerts, performances that mm-hmm. are coming. Usually you don't have like empty space in between productions mm-hmm. and to prepare things and and you have to start preparing while you're already performing in other stuff. So that's how we are at the moment. For me, for example, I will probably have the last two, three weeks just for that. So mm. this is great, I think. But yeah, I think the the main point is to feel like really secure with the repertoire. Uh, you're really um, into it um, and everything is, is, is like ready to sing in any any concert, in any event. Mm. Uh, that's, I think, that's the, the main goal, yeah. And uh, how have your teachers been, been working with you to prepare for the, for the concert? Has it been... Like Sam was saying, like it's it's a, the Barbican Hall is a is a huge space. Is that something that you have to prepare for in particular? Is it something you're used to, or is it, are you just working more on the repertoire and making sure you've got that down? Well, it's difficult to um, to when we think about doing this competition so far in advance mm. to to keep kind of as much newness and interest in the music that you're presenting, so yeah, it doesn't totally. go stale. Because I mean, it, it's you know trying to find new ways in. I, for me personally, after I did the first round, I was like, right, well, I'm definitely not going to sing any of that music <laughs> um, anytime soon. I'm yeah. just going to let it sit there and just work on other stuff and yeah. then bring bring back mm-hmm. my new developments to the to the new music. Because I think... But I think the, I think it was, it's kind of like what Josep said. You've got sort of... You have a bit of time to, to think about the pieces that you're going to be presenting and hopefully find... Um, sometimes it's good to leave a little bit of space and time mm. between you know looking at them and obviously not sort of thrashing them every single day but you can you know with everything else that you learn between you know now and the competition with all of the other work that we're all inevitably mm-hmm. involved mm. in you can apply a lot of that to the new pieces and it's it's definitely difficult to juggle everything but I think you just have to be so sort of try and be sort of yeah, smart with your time, I guess, yeah, I and so, prioritize yeah. things. And I, I think also, like you're totally right. It's a huge, it's a huge space, the Barbican Concert Hall, and that's quite a, um, an immense sort of undertaking to mm. really put yourself into such a huge space uh, when you're just one person and yeah. one voice mm-hmm. uh, in front of all of those people. And I think a lot of it is rather than sort of the the practice of singing and repeating the 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 pieces that you're going to be performing it's the it's really getting yourself as mentally sharp and prepared Mm -hmm. as possible so that you don't psych out and just blow a gasket because you're you're trying to fill in a huge hall you Mm -hmm. sort of have to um to make sure that you're really in as zen like a state as possible so that you're efficient and um and you know why you've chosen the repertoire you've Mm -hmm. chosen what Mm -hmm. you have to say um, and and why it's important that that the people hear this music that you've that you've chosen to program. So yeah. yeah, when you've got so much to do, like we all have, yeah, you just have to focus on what is doable at that at that moment. For me, I, th- I think like I picked music that I already knew. So in order to prepare for it, I think I'll be revisiting the text. That's usually my main kind of port of call. Mm-hmm. 
refreshing the text beforehand so that I am really in each piece. And that's how I bring new things to it. Because if you know the music, you know the music, and you know you can play around with that. But for me, mm. the, the main that comes from a lot of the time comes from the interpretation of the text. So that's the thing that I um, were trying to be focusing on. And also, I think that helps with what Bianca was saying and Sam was saying. When you're in such a big hall, if you're, it's it's kind of hard to pick what to concentrate on. And if I just concentrate on the text, I find that actually I don't psych myself out too much. Mm. Yeah. On the story, on the what you're telling. You yeah, know. I think also it's um, there's a temptation as a young, inexperienced singer to really like push and scream my yeah, guts totally. off when I'm in that kind of context. But actually, um, the other day I probably shouldn't be saying this on the on the radio, but I I snuck <laughs> into Barbican Hall because um, my they, my friends were doing an orchestra concert, <laughs> and so I just I just. Uh, just wanted to like see what it felt like to be on that stage, mm-hmm. and I was I was actually surprised at how even though it's so big when you're sitting in the audience, yeah, it feels kind of intimate. Yeah, it actually yeah, yeah. it doesn't it feels um, like a song round mm-hmm. would, would work quite well in there, and yeah. maybe you know you don't have to try and scream to no, get to no, the back. No. Uh, so I think one of the things I'll be trying to work on is just trying to try and have a relationship with an audience as opposed mm. to like trying just to push myself out to them mm. yeah and um how does it compare with some of the um performances you guys have done already like when you're performing in a, in a production like some of the opera productions we don't we do at Guildhall compared to being on your own up on the stage do you prepare for it differently or is it a different mindset you have to be in how, do, how does it work yeah i mean totally because i think with an opera it's almost it's much easier to forget that there's an audience there in a way because you're it's all staged and you're kind of already more you're physically immersed mm. in the story um in a in a much larger way than you are when you're kind of just stood on a stage so i think the mental preparation is definitely different you can still completely be in the story in a concert setting but it is there is more i think mental discipline mm. in concert singing in order to keep stay within that story you've got no sets you've got no props you're not interacting with other people and I often find you can see the audience more when well, you're, you're looking yeah. directly out yeah, at yeah. them. You don't have any escape. Then. No. And you so just... it's, it's definitely a different, uh, it's a different beast, but, you know, kind of equally fun. For me, I, I mean, giving a recital or solo concert is one of the most difficult things uh, on earth <laughs> because you're just, you're alone against, well, let's say 200, 500 in Barbican, maybe more mm. um, people you don't have anywhere to go. You mm. can't hide behind a character. You can't hide, uh, um, hide yourself in a corner <laughs> or anything. You, it's just you in the, in the audience and, and hopefully a pianist or someone who mm. plays with you. No? And I think this is very difficult. Also in the, in the, in the opera, as Dan was uh, mentioning, you have so many rehearsals before the performances yeah. that you are you don't even think that you're like giving a concert or anything you're just doing the same thing for maybe two weeks integrating this character on yourself and the singing it goes so fluent it's just so different and i feel this has a lot of pressure but for me for example in a way it gives me more like uh it's more it's enjoyable to sing to someone uh, directly you know mm. to to communicate something directly to someone and see how they react when i receive a response from the audience that like motivates me you know and mm. well in that sense i like it mm. but it's really hard i guess in that sense it's um 
something that's definitely more challenging, mm. I think, is an audition because you don't have really a, an audience to play yeah. off. Mm. Yeah, totally. So, so even doing the audition for, well, like the first round rather, mm. we were lucky enough to do it in the Milton Court Concert Hall, yeah. which I thought was really kind of liberating actually because often you do auditions in small little rooms and yeah. it's just the panel right there. Mm, but there was something about doing it in the Milton Court Concert Hall that just kind of made me pretend like I was performing to lots of people. Yeah. And yeah, so so I, I think actually, yeah, as Joseph says, it's 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 there's fun to play off an energy of mm. of a big audience who are just right there on your side as well. And yeah. actually that that's the other nice thing about this is that yeah. I think fundamentally the audience for <laughs> this you know, people will be really wanting to have a good time. Yeah. It's yeah. not like a critical not like a super critical audience. Yeah. I think the other interesting thing about a performance like this, um, you know, compared to an opera where you're on stage and you're in costume and, uh, you know, the conductor and the orchestra and the pit and blah, blah, blah. This is quite different because the orchestra is, you know, just you've got the first violins just like half mm. a meter behind you. Mm. You've got your conductor right there. And um, and then in the in the first um, part of the of the concert, you, you were doing work with pianists. Um there's kind of even though it is quite it's quite freaky having the having the audience right there and it does feel a little bit more like you're standing naked in front of everyone because you're not you're not in a costume and mm. you're actually just being yourself mm-hmm. seeing, singing these songs and poems and arias and things but having i find it quite sort of exciting and almost comforting having the orchestra there and then having um, my duo partner there as well because you you don't feel too I, I certainly don't feel too alone I feel mm. like there's someone else with me uh, and we're sort of making the music together, together. Right? Yeah. yeah and I think that's like in terms of preparation for all of us um, I don't know which pianist you, you guys are working with Danny you're with Dylan as yeah. well aren't you so like Danny and I are working with Dylan Perez who we've both got a lot of experience working with mm. and um, that's another really important part of our preparation is having the time to work with our pianists so that it's a proper duo performance yeah. um, not just a singer and, a, and an accompanist Yeah, sure. um, and you can learn a lot by I think in terms of preparation by, you know, having an exchange with, with, with the person that's playing the piano. And I think for all of us, that's, that's really useful and helps us to really create something very cohesive mm-hmm. and yeah. And uh, obviously the gold medal is a, a competition as well, but for like, the impression I get from talking to you guys now is that for a lot of you, you're just, it's a lot more of a focus on what you're personally going to be performing. Like, do you feel like it's a com- competition and you're all, competing against each other or do you feel it's much more internal it's about what what you can bring on the day i think if we were all like doing like javelin and it was a matter of who could throw a thing the furthest <laughs> then it would be more of a competition yeah. but, <laughs> but you know but it's sort of i think we've i don't know singers have to get used to the fact that competitions i mean they're not entirely they're never going to be pleasant if you mm. focus on it as a competition mm. yeah totally it's that's you'll get nothing out of it mm. if you don't win which there's always a you know there's always a big chance you mm. won't win then then it's all for nothing but i think if you treat it as you know if you've got something else to 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 take out of of the experience mm. then you always come away from it feeling like yeah it was really worthwhile and i did win something even if i mm. i wasn't the the winner and when you're working with 
musicians and artists. It's so qualitative, yeah. and it's just one per well a group of people's um, opinions on the night, and all sorts of other things come into it. So yeah, yeah, yeah totally. You just sort of yeah, I, I really like that because also um, in the context of Giltle, as as I've, I've been to see a lot of the, the like shows like Tales of January that you guys did, mm. um, and it's it's really wonderful to see that the way in which these singers and I'm really you know honored to be amongst them have been chosen to be in this are maybe you know people's techniques are in a good place but that didn't seem to be the the kind of reason for why mm. these people are here I feel I feel like everyone is kind of there to tell a story mm. in a way that Giltle actually does does really encourage and so yeah it's just that's that's a cool thing mm. to uh, and that that just to be alongside people who are all wanting to tell a story kind of makes it less of a we're all just trying to tell stories. It's not yeah. really like we're all trying to fight it to the death. I also feel like performing in a space like that. Um, every time I perform in a larger space, I I, f- I feel like I learn a lot. So every time I come back to a singing lesson after having done that, I feel like I've I've learned a new <laughs> skill or something mm. just by like osmosis. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to to coming out the other side having like performed in the Barbican Hall. Mm. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think it's really good to be very competitive with yourself. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the way that I try and approach competitions. But And a lot of people don't like competition singing, but I think that's because they want to win. Like that's what... Yeah, they want to get actually, something from it. I love competition singing because I like that kind of like high adrenaline of it, mm. but I don't care if I win yeah. or not mm. because... If, as long if I go out and represent myself well, then yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. And it's kind of a, it's an it's yet another high stress situation to kind of almost practice in and mm. show people mm. what yeah. you are where you've been working on and what you can yeah. do. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that's what I always try and use competitions for. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a very wise it's, approach. Yeah, and I mean, uh, as Bianca said, um, we can't feel like we're doing competition. We're mm. like competing against each other, but. Actually, our job is all about, in brackets, <laughs> competing all the time, mm. even in concerts, even in auditions. It's like you have to gain um, what uh, yourself, what, you, what you're going to be in the future. Mm. You know, you, you have to work on yourself, but you can't really be uh, worried or about what are doing the others. Mm. You, you just have to enjoy it. It's mm. just part of our job, and it will be like that for ever so uh, there's no point on taking this pressure uh, out of the competitions it just uh, yeah you just have to enjoy it i really feel that this will be nice gala concert or whatever everyone will sing it their repertoire and it will be i mean the the only maybe bad thing will be that we will not be able to hear the others (laughs) maybe from we have to listen we have to listen through the stage (laughs) and uh, and what are all all of your plans post post gold medal apart from well hopefully a, a well-deserved rest and a drink yeah and a drink. <laughs> i will be having a monkey 47 gin and tonic that's the first thing on my list <laughs> i've got uh, i'm i'm uh, still completing my in the end of my year at Guildhall. Mm-hmm. so we're doing um radamisto by handel so that will um, that'll be uh, in June, I think. Yeah. And um, so we'll be in the middle of rehearsals for that. And then a couple of weeks after the gold medal, I'm doing this really crazy piece of music by Tom Adders called America with the Cambridge Phil. Um, so I'll be sort of trying to learn that at the same, <laughs> yeah. uh, at the same time. <laughs> um, and that's quite that's completely different to what I'll be singing in the gold medal. It's really contemporary and 
fiendishly difficult. So I'll somehow have to try and figure that out. Yeah. Um, I, I'm off to Glyndebourne. I'm doing a role with them. I'm doing Marchese uh, this summer. So I'll actually be, I'll actually be rehearsing. Um, and mm. Sam's there as well, I think. Yeah, I'm singing in the chorus of Glyndebourne as well. So. Yeah, so we'll okay. be rehearsing. Uh, and then we, we get a couple of days off to come to come and rehearse with the orchestra and then to come back and do the competition. So mm. uh, that's the rest of my summer. And then I'm oh, starting... at busy. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm starting National Opera Studio in the September... So right. that's me for another year. Um, well, I'm I'm doing um, the Count in uh, Opera Klanta this uh, summer, July, mm-hmm. which will be, I think, a beautiful production. And then I'm joining a uh, Baroque program with uh, William Christie in France uh, called uh, Le Jardin des Bois, which is like a really exciting um program which joins like six singers uh, from around the world and then they they work together they, they we prepare a concert with the Les Arts Florissants which is the uh, ensemble uh, of uh, Christie and then this will go through next year we have like mm-hmm. tours and stuff so this is exciting as well that's with James Way as well James Way is He's doing it as well it. Oh, yeah fantastic um yeah that sounds like a lot of fun um I'm, I, yeah, as Danny said, I'm doing Glamborn Chorus, mm. and somehow they let me out for a couple of days, uh, which is nice. <laughs> um, but that, I think I'm in most of their shows, so <laughs> that's going to be quite quite intense. Mm. Uh, I start like, next week. just found a new flat in Brighton, which is going to be fun. <laughs> that's great. And then, yeah, I start opera school here at Guildhall in September. Lovely. Well, thanks very much to uh, Bianca, Samuel, Josette and Daniel for joining us today for the for the podcast. And if you're interested in joining the Guildhall Javelin team, then get in touch with Bianca. Um, the gold medal this year is on Friday the 5th of May in the Barbican Hall and tickets are available from the Barbican box office. Or you can head to our website at www.gsmd.ac.uk slash events to find the event listing. Um, you can follow and subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud with soundcloud.com slash school and find us on iTunes and other podcasting apps. And you can follow us at Guildhall School on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook as well to, to find out more about what's going on here and to stay in touch with all of our gold medal coverage over the coming weeks. So thanks very much for listening and thanks for joining me again, guys. Thank you.